Welcome back to Square Horror. I'm your Duke of Spook, Danny. Master of Ceremonies, Matt. Uh, it's It's been a minute, uh, I think, since we uh, touched on uh something that that means a lot to to me danny uh do you do you know what i'm what i'm what i'm speaking about i mean i i may have a thought um does it perchance have to do with um, it's not mortal kombat playing games it's not mortal kombat no it's not playing oh, games. a different kind oh must be a different not, kind of game. and it's not game of thrones although mm-hmm. that would also be a very good uh answer now that i think about it <laughs> There's a lot of things that that involve games that you're a big fan of, Matt. I'm yeah, starting to realize this. Maybe that's the pattern. Maybe that. Maybe that's my it's pattern. all about the game. Like I really liked Squid Game when it came out, so I feel like it fits the profile as well. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so um, we're returning to the realm of Saw for this bonus episode. Yes. So yes, as many people may be aware, or as some people may not be aware. Um, later this year will be the first time we get a brand new Saw movie, which is in the original continuum of the Saw franchise since 2017. So obviously this is um, a really big deal, uh, because this is yeah. not a spiral, this is not a Jigsaw, this is Saw X. Well, Jigsaw question mark. We still don't know where that's going to fit in. And in fact, I think this movie is where they are either going to decide to stick with or completely retcon Jigsaw. Or they could just make timeline. it uh, fake, like we did, because um, it works with the timeline <laughs> in any case. But what I think mm-hmm. that is, it's definitely going to have to address some of the claims made by Jigsaw, uh, or completely ignore them outright because they're horseshit, but because the Saw X... Canonically, we, we the very few things that we know about Saw X is number one, uh, they just finished it. They just wrapped it about a yeah, month they, ago. They they wrapped earlier this month in February. Yes, um, they started filming I think in like November, so it had about roughly a three to four month filming period. And we, I do find it kind of funny that right after Saw X finishes filming is as soon as the new Ghostbusters movie just started filming, like yesterday. Isn't that supposed um, to come out in November, too? It's supposed to come out in December, but December. I'm not convinced it's going to release on time. Oh, but of course not. we'll stay tuned and find out. <laughs> um, I'll be okay if it takes a little bit longer. I just want another good Ghostbusters movie. Like, right. Give me another one as good as Afterlife. Make me cry again. Let's do this. Yeah. So, number two thing that we know about Saw X is now, I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, they've gone on record to say that this movie will be, take place between Saw 2 and Saw 3. Which, I thought it was between 1 and 2. Maybe it's between 1 and 2. It's, between, it's somewhere it's early in on. the original trilogy. But the point being that it has to take place at that time because Tobin Bell has been cast as John Kramer for this movie. And before we get yeah, into like what back. kind of flash, it's not flashbacks. It's legit. Like, he's still alive during this period of time. And so is Amanda. Shawnee Smith has also been back to play Amanda in this movie. Now, I don't know and how there's much... there's also rumors... Okay. ...that um, 
Hoffman may also appear in this movie. Oh god, I want Hoffman to be I don't in this know movie. if that's true, but that is a theory that's been going around recently. All I want is one scene where John comes into a room and Amanda comes out and then they walk further down and then Hoffman comes out and by the end of the hallway mm-hmm. is Dr. Gordon who's just like, "Hey, Oh, also, spoiler alert for Saw as a franchise. For all the Saw movies. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, if you're listening to if you're listening to this and you've listened to the show, you probably have listened to our Saw episodes. Uh, but if you haven't, uh, spoiler warning. But um, I think it's it, it brings up something that we have talked about many times on our Saw series, which is Saw has this uh, pattern of creating ideas for movies and then being like, we don't want to do that. And then they use that idea later. So if, if we can take you back for a moment to our, uh, part seven, I think, uh, whenever we talked about saw 3d, um, yeah, the first trap in that movie, if you recall is, uh, what they call the public execution or the lover's triangle trap. It's where we had those Mm -hmm. two guys, uh, push a buzzsaw blade, uh, towards the other one or angle it towards the middle to kill the woman that was leading both of them on. And Mm -hmm. we learned that that trap was originally supposed to take place at some point between Saw and Saw 2 or Saw 3, right around the same time that this movie is supposed to take place. And it was supposed to also include Tobin Bell as John Kramer watching that happen to put that scene back, obviously, when he was alive. And it was supposed to also Mm -hmm. show Dr. Gordon at the same time. And that scene is also further established to take place earlier on because at the end of saw seven, when Hoffman is taken out by Lawrence Gordon, he has two helpers, which we know for a fact are those two guys from that trap. So they've been around almost as long as Dr. Gordon or Amanda has. And we don't know anything else about them other than that. They're there and that's Canon. So we have a lot of things in play, uh, that are not also mention. Okay. Um, that the director for Saw X is the same guy who came in to do um, Saw Six and Saw 3D. Yes. Saw 3D kind of was forced upon him. Yes. Um, because he had done Saw Six, which I'm also going to stand on a hot hot take here that Saw Six is my favorite of the franchise. Oh yeah, so they really is... made a statement when they said that this guy was going to be back to direct. Because, like, it was one thing to have Daryl Lynn Bowsman direct Spiral, but he distinctively wanted Spiral to look, sound, and feel different than the other Saw movies he had made. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's the way they're going to go with this one, but this guy is not only one of the directors, but he was one of the Saw lifers. So, remember how... uh, the guy that directed, I, I, I'm blanking on everybody's names and I'm sorry, but I remember their roles. So, um, the director of Saw 5 was a principal editor, uh, I believe, for most mm-hmm. of the franchise. I believe the director for Saw 6 was one of the chief cinematographers for the other movies. No, uh, it was 5 was the cinematographer, 6 was the editor for okay. the first, four, first five movies, and then he came back and edited Jigsaw as yes, well. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't remember which one was the editor. of Spiral. Yes, because Spiral did have everybody back, so I feel like Spiral was what got everybody to the table. Because remember, when we talked about Spiral, 
we established that very recent, very like recently, but when we recorded that episode, uh, Daryl and Bowsman mm-hmm. went on record to say that not only were there more Saw movies in play, there was also more Jigsaw movies and Spiral movies. So they had kind yeah. of had the official meeting to be like, look, we can just make Saw this huge nebula like it can be anything it can be about anyone at any time anywhere and i really love that and i feel like this is the golden opportunity for them to establish officially especially because it's back early on enough to establish that this has been happening the entire franchise the cult of jigsaw Mm -hmm. which is my pet theory that i'm gonna hammer home forever about but i i think that if they're gonna use it at any time this is the right time Mm-hmm. I do want to also say that um, when this releases this year is kind of significant to the Saw franchise. This is the third movie in the Saw franchise that's releasing on October 27th uh, after Saw 3 and Jigsaw. Yep. So I'm glad they're going back to their October roots. As much as I appreciated having Spiral in May, um, it's, it didn't feel something right. About, it's not Halloween. It's without not always Saw. Saw. That's fucking right. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts for this? We don't know very much about this movie, and I'm glad. Uh, I would wager mm-hmm. that maybe by Scream we might have a trailer for this. I kind of don't know if I want to watch I it or not by yet. Scream because Scream comes out like what next week? Yeah, next week. Now <laughs> two weeks, I think. Um, my best guess is the earliest we'd get a trailer for Saw X is maybe June or July. On the, on the early end. I wouldn't be surprised if they hold their cards to their chest until we get closer to the fall. I hope they do. Because um, honestly, I also only want to see a trailer and then just a... Honestly, if they just give me like a title card... Uh, oh, just a teaser. Just one the teaser. Release date, that's all I need. That's all I need. Just I, a two-minute uh, scene of Tobin Bell assembling a jigsaw puppet. Yeah. That's all I that, need. I mean... Yeah... Because I want to go into this one again. The best thing about Saw is going and not knowing anything. Right. Because you got to put everything together while it's happening. Right. Or the movie will do it for you at the end when they reveal all of their cards. That's, I mean, that's the mark of any good Saw movie. And mm-hmm. honestly, it feels like, I want to be optimistic. I really, really do. It, it, but something feels like this is the one where they're going to go back to the to the basics. They're going to go back to what made the franchise the franchise and it was the story mm-hmm. it was the characters it was the traps yeah but the traps as we saw with spiral like you can just pull awesome traps out right it's the story that requires mm-hmm. a lot more and the story was yeah. what a lot of people had problems with with spiral and jigsaw so if they've listened mm-hmm. to the fans at all and it definitely sounds like they have not not me the fans i love whatever they do but, like, in yeah. general, you know, it seems like that's the direction that they're trying to go. And I feel like setting it in this literal point in canon does speak mm-hmm. volumes. Well, and bringing back some fan-favorite characters to continue to develop and um, have us watch throughout. Like, if we could get a Saw movie, not necessarily from the perspective of John Kramer, but from somewhere closer to him, would be really interesting, I think. I agree. I, I uh, feel like one of the the best Saw movies I could think of is a movie that is strictly the Master and the Apprentices. And I feel like, again, mm-hmm. there's no better way to do that, in my opinion, than to establish the cult of Jigsaw aspect. Because it's it's Jigsaw at the height of his powers. 
He is still mm-hmm. mobile. He has Hoffman, he has Amanda, he has Dr. Gordon, and he probably will acquire these two dudes. So it's the beginning of the cult. he may or may not have Logan, depending he, on if oh, is... Yeah, sure, he could maybe have Logan, Kevin. also, I guess. So, but you're right. <laughs> like, there is, a, there is a chance that, at the very least, that's just one additional person that mm-hmm. it's probably going to make him think, okay, well... This is bigger than me now. This is where it becomes something that I'm going to practice what I preach. And I feel like that's kind of a cool segue because I'm on this uh, Saw Facebook group uh, and um, Mm -hmm. it it has its ups and downs. But uh, one of the things that I thought was really cool is that someone posted the other day a, um, a picture of an unused prop from Saw 3. And um, if you recall, so in the end of towards the end of Saw Three, um, Lynn Denlin is is keeping John alive. She's operated on him. Uh, Amanda is kind of starting to get all eye twitchy, and John pulls her aside and says, "There's something I want you to have. There's an envelope in uh, my desk. Go and get it." And as we learn from Saw Five, Hoffman switched that envelope to an, uh, a blackmailing letter that's like, if you do not kill Lynn Denlin, I will tell John that you were with Gideon the night that Jill... I'm oh, sorry, that you were with Cecil the night that Jill lost Gideon. And obviously that causes her to freak out, and then she goes and screws the pooch and saw three hat ends the way that it does. But yeah. what I didn't really ever think about was the fact that, like, John didn't write that letter. He didn't know that there was a letter there. And that's the contents of the letter that he wrote we don't actually know. Until now. Now. So, if I may read the letter in its entirety, it's very it's very short, and I I would kill for this letter first of all because they have the uh, the original letter. It's written in Tobin Bell's hand, uh, and mm-hmm. next to it they just have because it, it, his handwriting is a little hard to read, uh, but they've got the transcript of it. So it says, "My dear Amanda, the enclosed is for you to ease the waves in the sea you must navigate." Talk with Anthony McDonald at the branch. He will take care of all. Do not look back, only ahead. You have arrived at the door. Walk through. Don't look back. You are strong and well. I know you think you have nothing to teach. We teach what we need to learn. That is enough. May I always breathe life into your soul as you have done to mine. With love and hope, I believe in you john so uh hope you have chills because i do um Mm -hmm. there's a lot to unpack with that letter but at the very least i want to just say that uh can you imagine maybe what how things would have gone if amanda had read this do you think it would have been enough to help her out to like push her over the edge I think it might have. Like, I know that she was really far down the path she was already in, but to have this justification from John himself would completely have changed her mind. Because instead of her having this looming fear about John finding out the truth about her, she instead would finally think that she finally has earned his respect, which is something she's been craving for three movies at that point. There's also a theory that on this Facebook group that's been circling around um, as to whether or not John already knew that. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like 
if what you say happens, like she might not only be filled with the resolve, but she might feel more confident that she can tell John herself and be like, I feel really guilty about this. It's something that I feel bad for. I'm sorry. And that is the definition of creating a better life for yourself where she's herself Mm -hmm. atoning for the sins of her past and she's being honest with him. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the final test is like, can you be honest with yourself and admit that it's not your fault, that there are sins that Mm -hmm. you are punishing yourself for more than any sin that I could ever test you on. And I feel like both with that and the fact that this is the letter that existed in Saw 3, that this is Mm -hmm. just even more evidence to support the fact that John did not manipulate Amanda. This letter is not manipulative. It's genuine. It's heartfelt. And it's raw. Because I I don't know all the details. I don't know who Anthony McDonald is. Um, We don't know what the enclosed is. Um, I don't know what the branch is either. I would assume a hospital of some kind. I I don't know. I would assume the branch is somewhat similar to... Like a rehab center? John's wife operated, but from a mental health perspective... Rather than a full-on rehab center. Dog, what if Anthony McDonald is the, like... Because my... I'm sorry about this. But I have this stupid theory with the Cult of Jigsaw thing and how it can perpetuate is kind of like Midnight Mass, where Mm -hmm. the person leading group therapy is the dangerous one, but they're just so Mm -hmm. charismatic and real that people can't help but believe in them, too. So maybe Anthony McDonald and the branch are this me- this mental health center and that he's already been tested and he's a guy that's going to mm-hmm. help propagate this and kind of be like the person that the police and the feds like give whenever they get a uh, a uh, like a saw survivor like a trap survivor mm-hmm. they're like oh go talk to this guy he has experience working with survivors and then he just fucking recruits them dude yeah oh god i want this to happen (laughs) i think this is the wrong movie to introduce the like full-on cult of jigsaw but i think it's the right movie to instill those like little nuggets so that they can have another movie that continues on from saw 3d in the timeline right to continue to perpetuate the cult itself this is the right time to introduce it but not to like fully expand upon it yeah yeah i I I also think think that's great I think it would be a miss to have Tobin Bell back as a alive John Kramer and not have him be a little bit more like personally involved with oh, yeah. the trap plot in this movie. Like again, I think this movie would be great if it's like Saw 6's trap plot but John is there pulling the pulling the like curtain down mm-hmm. on the person who's being pl- plotted tested. That's the th- that's tested. The well, and um, we, we learned that, you know, prior to him becoming bedridden, it was his shtick to watch the games. He's yeah. always been a part of them. So him in this case is prior to Saw 3, uh, he's still mobile, he's still functional, he's still an active, you know, role. So mm-hmm. if it's before Saw 2, when he's like hooked up to the IV and stuff, he's still active. And if he's still active, well, yeah, that means it, that there's a lot more that he can do. And of the tweets that I think have come out from the director, he did say mm-hmm. that the movie was going to be just like that. It was going to be more personally involved. Yes. 
Ah, oh, I I'm so intrigued and so excited. It's going to be great. Um completely uh separate from theories. Um I just want to talk a little bit more about this letter. Um mm-hmm. and like so we've talked mutually off and on the podcast about um John's eloquence and uh his, mm-hmm. his the way that he um the way he speaks is it's metaphorical, but it's also literal in ways. And, um, I feel like one of the most salient lines for me is, I know you think you have nothing to teach. We teach what we need to learn. That is enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that again, every single time that I feel like people come at John for being like crazy or not really being legit, like at every level, at every single point in his character deconstruction, we see that he believes this because in a way he's right. We learned that he only learned about the helping yourself thing and overcoming like death being the path to salvation. This is him restating that he teaches what he needs to learn. He needed to learn that. That was what set him up in the first place was that he was yeah. like, I'm, I've thrown my life away, I've destroyed my relationship with my wife because I couldn't get over the loss of my son, I was diagnosed with cancer, my, my days are numbered anyway, he crashes his car off a cliff, and then he realizes, wait, I, I want to live. Even throughout mm-hmm. all of that shit, I want to live. And this helped me. It helped me make something of myself. So, I feel like Amanda, he sees a lot that she... F- can teach others there's a lot of experiences that she has that are unique to her and i feel like that's kind of the cool part of his legacy is that he doesn't just want his students to do exactly what he did he wants them to put some of themselves into this because she he's like uh you know what's what does it say um like you don't think you can you have anything to teach you know because if it was just his message she would be just doing it verbatim but he wants her yeah. to also contribute something, which is interesting that he wants people to have their own little personal spins, which means he might actually support the killer from Spiral. True, yeah. Uh, that's, oh, that's a really interesting thought. Uh, well, and I do wonder if this movie will continue to, with that line of thought in him being willing to see and continue to learn throughout his process. Cause like, imagine how insane this movie could get if like a trap goes wrong. Ooh, like what yeah. would, what would John learn from that? That then makes him continue to learn to like, instead of being omnipotent that he can like best guess people's outcomes. What if he guesses wrong for somebody? Yeah. Like what if he like that tests could be something he learns person. from? Yeah. Yeah. Like these are, these are kinds of things that I think would be really interesting with going back because then you could have them explain something that didn't maybe didn't need explaining before but has a new a whole new perspective on it when you rewatch the rest of the movies. Yeah, because I mean one of the weird things for me has always been watching the first movie and then any of the other ones the first movie is the only one that doesn't really work 100% of the time. Um, there's a lot of holes in logic. A lot of the traps don't really make sense. They don't seem like they would be winnable. And, 
by putting this movie specifically before Saw 2, like when his shit is tight, mm-hmm. it, we can kind of get some more of that learning curve. So like there's still something for John to learn. I think that's a fucking awesome, a very astute observation. That um, man, like this is the thing. Like there's all of these really good, there's all these really good ways that it could go, and I'm really afraid that it won't do any of them. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm gonna choose to trust. I believe in them. I, as I, I am cautiously optimistic about this movie, and I am hoping that it could really do what I need it, what I hope it does, which is just be another entertaining Saw movie. That continues to tell a good story. Yeah, that's really all I need. That's enough mm-hmm. for me, honestly. Uh, so, those of you that have uh, been paying attention to our Saw series, um, what are your thoughts about Saw X? Um, I'd love to hear about what you guys think in terms of what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, guesses. Um, maybe uh, you guys can be the ones that can watch the trailer and tell us if we should watch it or not. Uh, I don't know if I'll uh, keep it going. I, was say, I know myself, I'll probably end up watching at least the first trailer they drop. Um, but if they release, like how every movie nowadays releases like 12 teaser trailers like two weeks before the movie, yeah. I probably <laughs> will avoid those like the plague. Yeah, I don't need any Easter egg video breakdowns. I don't need any of that shit. I don't want to know. I just want to go. Yes, <laughs> I save those until after I've seen the whole movie. Yeah, cause then like I can break down every... Uh, frame by frame if i want to see all the easter eggs right but until i've seen the full movie i don't want to know spoilers before i go see the movie right because what does it do especially in something like saw what is just gonna ruin the whole thing (laughs) it like what do easter eggs really do it just makes you you know get your hopes up by drawing conclusions when you looked at tiny tiny little pieces of the movie and sometimes you break your heart and I've already done that before a trailer, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. I really hope that they just do something pretty simple. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's been a while since I've stretched the saw muscles, um, but I'm glad that it's for <laughs> it's for brief. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, definitely tune in in October when I'm sure shortly after the movie comes out, we'll have to cover it. Yeah. Yes, um, we might do a little Halloween thing and wait until they do a little bit more, um, or we might just do it straight up, because I'm sure we'll have a lot to cover. There's gonna, there, it's yes. gonna be big. Like, it's, it can't help but be big. It saw X, X. It saw X, and it's back in ho- it's back in Halloween, baby. Yeah, man, this is the return to form. This is the Saw requel for real. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um. Cautiously optimistic too. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, follow our Instagram at the underscore square horror podcast. You can reach us at squarehorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your theories. Let us know your guesses and various hypotheses for Saw. Yeah, let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. Also let us know uh what you guys think of the Twilight series. We're in the middle of that right now. Uh mm-hmm. I feel like these are gonna be our two biggest, like uh, dense series, and uh, I love yeah, that they parallel. 
I I kind of love it, and I love that they're both like the longest episodes we've released. But there's not like a big gap in the long episodes. Like we're covering shit top to bottom whole yeah, time. We have a lot to say about these, and I feel like that should warrant some more respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Game Until over. next time. Stay spooky. Out.